When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. It's time. It's time. Time to get in the zone. Time to get in the zone. With the 49ers web zone. This is the No Huddle Podcast with Al, Zane, and Brian. This is what's so frustrating to me about Kyle is that it's it's almost like this this arrogance that he has that hey I can make my offense work with anybody right and and, and you want it you want your coach to be a little bit arrogant right that's right. that's how the Eagles got to where they were that's how Andy Reid is at times right so the best coaches have a little bit of jackass in them but I think Certainly. that there there's a there's a limit to that it's not about like mediocrity becoming serviceable at, at the quarterback position right it's about greatness right. at that position and. Sam Darnold is not going to, there's, there's, I don't think there's any world that exists where Sam Darnold becomes an MVP caliber player, right? Maybe there's no world that exists that, that Brock Purdy becomes an MVP caliber player, but the efficiency to which he, he drove this offense last year, we've never seen that under Kyle Shanahan. We've never seen that under any quarterback that he's had here. So that to me gives me the most hope about Brock Purdy above anybody else, because we just never seen that before. You can call it the Christian McCaffrey effect. You can call it health with Debo and Ayuk and Kittle and everybody being healthy at the same time. Whatever it may be, they just looked better under Brock Purdy than they have under any other quarterback, including Jimmy Garoppolo, who was the, the winningest quarterback that Kyle Shannon has had. Yeah. So why? how can you bench that guy? Now, to your Alan, to, the answer to your question, in my mind, is if he starts for four games, he's got to put up video, like you said, video game-like numbers. Like we're talking about like – 15 total touchdowns and a thousand yards passing and a four and record. And you know, like they're, they're averaging 30 plus points a game. Like it would, it would take that kind of Herculean effort for him to, to even be considered to be having this job. And, mm-hmm. and I think that in Kyle's mind, it's Brock's job. Trey's kind of babysitting it. Sam Darnold is the guy that's going to, that's going to push Trey and maybe, maybe, you know, start a couple games here and there if he has to. But to me, the way that it should go is, you you start Trey the first couple of games if, if Purdy's not ready, let Purdy ease in, and it's his job after that. Yeah, yeah, and I've all, I've joked before that Kyle Shanahan, if somebody said, "Hey, Kyle Shanahan, here you go," do you want Patrick Mahomes or Josh Allen? He might actually think about it longer than any normal coach would because, well, like, yeah. do I need Patrick Mahomes? I think I can I think I can do some <laughs> things without him, or do I need Josh Allen? Now, obviously, he would take him, but I, I do think. You make a good point. And that's why I think that having Christian McCaffrey was the best thing the, the Niners did because it solves everything. 
because you get the production, but also you get to have Kyle Shanahan still scratch that huge ego that he has with, hey, look at this scheme that I did and look how I was able to do this, that, the third, even though it's like, well, yeah, I mean, your offense is pretty stacked. You should be able to do that. You added Christian McCaffrey, but he gets to say, it's my scheme that I'm doing it with. So that's why I think the Christian McCaffrey move was, was just great because it does mean that you don't need – you don't need – you would love to have a Patrick Mahomes at the quarterback position, but you don't need it the same way other offenses do. And the Chiefs have done, you know, a ridiculously good job of, of giving him what he needs as well, but for, specifically for what Kyle Shanahan wants to do. Christian McCaffrey opened everything up because he still gets to say, hey, well, I did this and I did that, and he doesn't need a, a game-breaker QB. One of these days it would – ultimately be nice to see the Niners with one. I don't know if that day will ever come, guys, or maybe Brock Purdy is the closest thing that we get. And if you get a Lombardi out of it, who cares, really? Right. I mean, certainly, if you get a Lombardi out of it, absolutely, who cares? But, I mean, you just look at that uh, walrus-looking fella in Kansas City, um, and once he got once he got a superstar, what happened, right? Yeah. He won. He's won multiple Super Bowls now, yeah. right? He went from Alex Smith... To Patrick Mahomes, right? Mm -hmm. Now you go from Jimmy Garoppolo, Brock Purdy, to Trey Lance, or on a lesser level, Sam Darnold, right? Again, yeah. two guys who are so much more physically gifted than Brock Purdy, right? And that's the wild thing is like, Brock Purdy is the leader in the clubhouse. He's the least physically gifted guy on the team. And yeah. that's the most interesting yeah. thing. And the one thing that I thought was was interesting um, that, that we didn't touch on was something that Kyle Shanahan said in the uh, Dwight Clark legacy event uh, in, in the Bay area was, I think that was on Wednesday. I can't remember yeah. Wednesday or Thursday, yeah. mm -hmm. but he talked about that finger injury that Trey had. And he said it lingered. He said it actually lingered into the off season last year and it affected his off season last year. And that this season Trey has looked better with his mechanics and his throwing motion than he ever has with the 49ers. Now it's the off season. And coaches love hyperbole. Mm -hmm. And so we get that. But Kyle Shanahan isn't typically one for hyperbole, right? John Lynch is, but Kyle Shanahan's not. He he tends to be a fairly straight shooter. And so for him to say that, I, I think really does, it is a little, it is noteworthy, right? That that he did say that because like I said, he's not one for hyperbole. But but I, you know, it it really when we talk about the quarterback position for the 49ers, it's it's such an unknown, but if anybody is, whoever's listening to this, if you've got any Photoshop skills, um, I, I want so desperately to be able to put together a meme where it's like the top quarterbacks in the NFC. And it's like Jalen hurts one Dak Prescott two, and then Kyle Shanahan holding an Xbox controller S three. Cause that's really <laughs> exactly what it is. So if anybody yeah. can do that for me, hit me up on Twitter at B 77. And I could put that meme together because that really is exactly what it is. Kyle Shanahan yeah. believes in system above all else. And Brock Purdy really proved that to him last year. And so yeah. now that's where I'm like, did, did Brock Purdy's uh, emergence really almost screw the 49ers out of trying to find their Patrick Mahomes? Now, yeah. Trey Lance could, could easily be a bust. I'm not saying that he's not. But – he does have the type of skill set that Patrick Mahomes has, right? Mm -hmm. And if he's not going to get that opportunity, 
then we're not going to get to see Kyle Shanahan with someone like that because he would rather have someone like Brock Purdy who isn't as talented, who isn't, isn't going to carry the team on his back, but he's going to do exactly what Kyle Shanahan wants him to do. Right. And then the question becomes, do you really think that your system is good enough to win a Super Bowl? Because so far it hasn't been. And you talked about wanting a guy that can make you right when you're wrong. And that's why you get a guy like Trey Lance. That's why you get a guy like Patrick Mahomes or Jalen Hurts. That's not a guy like Brock Purdy. That's not to throw shade at Brock at all. What he did last year was incredible, but that's not what Brock Purdy is. Brock Purdy is an average athlete who has some quickness to his game, which is great. It allows him to escape the pocket. You know, his, his 10 yard split is, was the same as Christian McCaffrey. Like that's wild. Right. Mm -hmm. But outside of that arm strength is relatively average, you know, all those things, right. Six, six foot, six, one, right. Not very tall. You know, all these things that, that work against him, what he has is up here. And then the experience that Trey Lance didn't, but do we need Kyle Shanahan to be saved from himself? And sometimes I think we do. You know, yeah. you know, Brock's gonna be coming back throwing ninety five with that elbow, right? He's gonna be come back with hey, a nasty slice. Listen, <laughs> listen. If he if he becomes Brock Rowan Gardner, I'm all for it. I am yeah. all for it. No, that would be nice. And some fans, you know, they keep talking about it. I know Zane spoke about uh, his his past with baseball and mine as well. And yeah, there are a couple guys who get Tommy John, and and I know it technically wasn't Tommy John, but yeah, there are sure. a couple guys that come back and get Tommy John and throw harder. Most guys now come back with the technology, but for the most, and then there are a couple bad stories where they don't come back, but the idea that he's going to be throwing harder or having, you know, more mustard on his fastball, I'm not positive that there's a ton of that. You know what I mean? And looking at Brock Purdy and what he has done, you got to think at some point, I know the Niners in the front office, they do a great job with contracts and things like that. To your point, Brian, Last year, you had a ridiculous defense, right? And you also had, you also have all of those weapons. We joke about the amount of weapons. If he's going to be your guy for what, the next decade, they're going to be years where you don't have the best defense, where you Certainly. don't have, you know, all these, all these pieces offensively because you got to pay people. What's Brock at that point? So right. it's almost a weird situation where Shanahan in the back of his mind, is he hoping let me just cash in and get a Lombardi here within the next three years with Brock. And then let's see what happens. Who knows if the Niners think so. actually think that it's going to be Brock forever. Maybe it's just for now, because we, we can win one with Brock with this roster, but down the line, if the roster isn't as good as this, yeah, no, we're going to have to look elsewhere, but Trey might be long gone by then. He might be, you know, yeah. about to head to Canton because of what he did for the Colts or something like that. I'm, I'm yeah. kidding. You never know. You <laughs> not, never know. Well, not the Colts anymore. They got AR-15. So oh, that's they're, right. They're good that's there. Right. But could right. be the Titans, right? It could be, it the, could Titans. be, it could be the Titans, right? Yeah, yeah, all good stuff. So as we as we kind of wrap up here, a couple, a couple of fun things, by the way. Uh, Alan mentioned bas- uh, baseball. So uh, a member of the Temple Owls baseball uh, alumni, yes. uh, fellow, fellow ball players. So I think right uh, that's something that our, our, our listeners should know as a yeah. very – baseball heavy friendly uh podcast as well good say, you got three you got three baseball players talking to you right now about football <laughs> there you go there you go no, 
I love completely to hear it, man. And look, I'm personally, and I know, and I've said this before on air, and Joe Shasky literally told me to stop. It, we were doing a crossover, Joe Shasky, Dibley, and Willard. And I told him, I said, look, guys, I, this is early, earlier on this year. I said, look, guys, Major League Baseball hasn't started yet. All I'm saying is, if you are bored, you could throw on some college baseball. It's not, it's really not that bad. They laughed me out the building and I said, all right, fine. You, you do what you want that fine by me. And I said, but it's really not that bad. And it is, it is fun. If, if there's nothing else, that's all I'm saying. I just had a baby girl three weeks ago. So hey, I look, congratulations. my wife played Congrats, softball. Yeah. Thank you. My wife played softball at Temple, so we fire up. I would argue oh. that college softball might actually be better than college baseball to watch. But, you know, fire it up if there's nothing else on. I'm not saying watch it over the Giants or whoever your team is. All I'm saying is, you know, if you're tired of watching cornhole or axe throwing, just, just throw it <laughs> on. It's not so bad. Listen, Alan, I've yeah. got an eight. I've got a, I've got an almost eight year old and a 10 year old daughter. I'm a girl dad of two and there you go. Uh, I am coaching my eight year olds all-star team this summer. So we watch a lot of softball in this house and That's it is a lot of fun about. to watch. That's a lot what I'm of fun to watch. About. There you go. I got, I got a four year old. I put it, The first thing I did when she was courting enough, I put, I put a bat in her hand and she, let's uh, go. Let's go. Yeah. yeah <laughs> let's so go. Bunch, bunch of baseball it. kids being, being born here. Right. I like this. Damn it. Alan, Alan, we're going to get you on here. We're going to talk baseball only when, when, the, when it's playoff time, we need John just like turn this into a baseball podcast. And also, down. we gotta talk to we gotta talk to Butcher Boy about that man. He was he was here a few weeks ago too on our show. We gotta talk to him about that next time he's on the show. We gotta try to convert him too next time we see him. He said no. He said stop it. I'm like fine. fine. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I awesome stuff. I love it. Well, well, thank you so much to Alan Styles of 95.7 The Game for joining us. Uh, this has been another episode of the 49ers Web Zone No Huddle Podcast on the Odyssey Network. It's for Brian Rennick. This is Zane Nackby saying enjoy the playoffs, Warriors fans. Hopefully you get a game seven. I'm predicting it. Game seven on its way. Later.